2017. Three men joined together in a pact to see what they could collectively do to advance civilization, further the cause of world peace, and elevate mankind. These three men were internationally renowned musician and Lincoln Park multi-instrumentalist Dave Phoenix Farrell, multiple PGA Tour champion and world-class golfer Brendan Steele, and Mark. They named themselves the members. Those who they chose to sit with and ponder the mysteries of the universe, they named the guests. What you're about to listen to is one of those historic conversations. Welcome to the Member Guest Podcast. Welcome to Member Guest. Okay, so welcome. Welcome to Member Guest. This is kind of unofficially and officially the start of Season 3. I'm not big on seasons at this point, but we are going to categorize it. Just for, just to call it something. Right, Mark? This right. Is, yeah. We're, I'm letting the cat out of the bag. I'm big on seasons. Mark's big on seasons. I'm letting it be known that you don't have to call it Season 3 if you don't want to. P.S. Don't be ready for one every week, whatever else. We're going we're gonna to give you what we can give you. And you're going to like it. And you're going to like it. With me, as always, is... Mark. <laughs> and Brendan. I like how Let's you guys go. you guys switched that up. Oh, jeez. It's not my best nickname, but I had Mark Buca de Beppo Fiore. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> pretty good. Say it like how it's meant to be said. Mark Buca de Beppo Fiore. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Sounds pretty good. It was only stuck in my head because I was recently, this past weekend, at a soccer tournament in Vegas with my middle daughter. And somehow the team lunch on day one in between games, somebody chose Buca de Beppo. We had like a fixed menu off the strip in like a unsavory neighborhood. We'll say that. Are there slot machines in a Buca de Beppo? They're slot adjacent, at least. (laughs) If you're in a casino and it's like, I don't know, maybe six in the morning, like when we were in Vegas for the Vegas tournament, we're up early and we're thinking like, whoever is around still at six in the morning, the casino might be kind of depressing. And they are. And it was. Yeah. Yeah. Normally, you would never want to be walking through there at that time. Nobody's screaming and on a heater at 6 a.m. They're yeah. just like... Nobody yeah, no. wakes up early to, <laughs> to beat to the gamble. crowd. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering, where in Vegas could I find a potentially maybe a little bit more depressing of a vibe? Answer, off the strip, Buca de Beppo. Noon on a Saturday. <laughs> this segment of the podcast is brought by Buca de Beppo. Specifically, the one in Vegas, off the strip. Uh, I'm yeah, sure. I'm sure they'll be sponsoring us They're, really soon. All right. So, you notice how Dave has a way of slamming Italian restaurants on our podcast. Have I slammed other yeah, ones when we had, when we interviewed Julie Foudy? What was the? Uh, oh, kind of like a mom and pop shop, and I basically accused them of laundering money or being a, dr- <laughs> a drug front. And I didn't. After the fact, I kind of realized that and regretted it a little bit and even one of my buddies texted me and he was like p.s i think he also said this is todd puffer big shout out to todd i think he also said i know the family that owns it they're really nice so i was like oh i was just trying to like make a joke like i like you couldn't edit that out you could have we just we all whiffed it i think but you thought it was funny you're like well it was pretty good good. no one listens to this it's just for it's it's just you know it's for the story and no no one's listening anyways (laughs) if you're in mission viejo just jump on yelp and give them a five stars review and okay that's you mark and we have i have brendan pittsburgh Steeler. it's horrible okay yeah i should have done brendan Pittsburgh Steeler. Steeler. We have a very special guest today. 
you may have already heard his voice, but you, you don't know his name yet. You will maybe know his name. Probably know his name, but you have you to will, introduce him. You won't know his name in your head probably yet, just from a few words that he has said. Maybe. Maybe. He enjoyed a prestigious golf career at Oklahoma State. Upon completion in 2003, won the Haskins Award for Outstanding Collegiate Golfer and was the co-winner of the Ben Hogan Award. Is that correct? Are we doing okay so far? True. Couldn't win that one outright, huh? <laughs> no. Co-champ. Co-champ. <laughs> Co-champ with Ricky Barnes. He joined the PGA Tour in 2003. Actually, I think you got you went to Q School in 2003. Yeah, I... Join the tour. I don't know when it's officially joining the tour. I turned pro in 2003 and then got my card in 2000 and Q School 2003 and was part of the tour in 2004 because it was not a wraparound season. It was just, it started and, and ended, you know, on the year. He is a six time winner on the PGA Tour, including two World Golf Championships, one FedEx Cup playoff event. He's played on four President's Cup teams, three Ryder Cup teams. My good friend. Ladies and gentlemen, Hunter Mahan. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Wow. What an introduction. What wow. an introduction. Thank you so much. First of all, we're, we're in beautiful San Diego right now. We're on location. We've traveled a little bit. We're away from the home offices. On our drive down here today, Mark and I were, you know, what should we talk to uh, Hunter about today? What would be fun? And I was thinking and realizing over the years, there's been two guys that I've known, known more so, that have played on the PGA Tour. And ironically, both guys, from everybody else who I've ever talked to in golf, they have the reputation of, oh, he's like one of the nicest guys out here. I don't know if you guys hear that, but that's what I hear about both of you individually. And so I'm like, oh, okay. Apparently, I only attract or am with the nicest guys on the PGA Tour. With that, what, are your, what do you guys hear about each other on tour and then I'm going to twist it on you. Does that make sense? So, Brendan, what is the reputation that you hear of Hunter on tour? He's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> Dave, did you ever stop to think that maybe people are just telling you what you want to hear because they know that you're friends with us? Like, oh, yeah, he's a nice guy. Like, they have nothing good to say about us, so they're just like, oh, yeah, really nice guy. Yeah, sure. So it's some kind of fault of mine. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> that's that's what I'm No, to, to your credit, I didn't set it up nicely to, for it to actually be a compliment, but to both of your credit, a lot of information has come unsolicited from me. I could name names. Well, that's okay. Okay, I won't name names of who's been complimenting you guys. But a lot of it's just like, and this is how it comes. They'll say... There's a lot of absolute douches out on tour. That guy's like one of the good ones. He's awesome. Well, it is interesting because you are, I mean, we're playing. It is competitive and it is emotional at times. You think about such a, a one-time meeting with somebody. It could not be your best day. You could be frustrated about something. And you could blow off somebody just as easily. And not that that's who you are. That one moment should mean a lot in, in the grand scheme of things. But... There's plenty of times when we're out there, we're not having a great time, we're not having a tough day, and it's just difficult because you do want to be nice to everybody, and you want to be open with people and, and sign autographs and take pictures or, and talk to people, having a five-second conversation with you. So it is good to hear, you know, and, and you know, you, you do want to represent yourself in a good way, but it, it's it's a challenge when you're so public, right? And I mean, it's, 
and I'm sure you get it too. Like you are a public figure. My reputation is probably more like one of the other guys on tour. You're that guy. <laughs> well, to spin that around, Hunter and I have been talking to a lot of people, and they've kind of said that Dave's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> So, probably talking to Mark. Yeah. yeah well, well, I didn't want to name who's names, the worst guy in the band. Definitely, Mark. Mark was right there on top. <laughs> okay, so you both deflected, but I'm going to push back a little bit just to see what's Brendan's perception on tour through your eyes. Do you hear or see, see anything? Now you're doing it no, again, though. What is he going to say right now? I'm sitting a foot away from him. Is he going to say? Nice wow. You know, like you know, you know what you are on tour, right? Like somebody might have a different experience for like a moment, but sure. we spend enough time together in the locker rooms on tour playing with people you know who's not fun to be around and you know who's might not have a great reputation you might not have a personal experience but you've been around guys long enough you hear hear enough stories you just you're just kind of like you know when there's smoke there's fire in some guys and and you know i get along with most everybody out there there's not really anybody that i really dislike um there might be people that i'd rather hang out with than than others but that doesn't i wouldn't say that means that they're a bad guy or whatnot. I, I I just I tend to keep to myself most of the time. I mean, that's probably <laughs> definitely somebody would say is I'm just not as you know trying to figure out who's going to dinner and who's doing what that week. I'm just kind of like my own schedule and not like to you know bother too many people or anything. Well, you guys have both been out on tour for what over a decade, almost uh, ninth, well over ninth season yeah. for me, and what now. 15 or something this for you? Is, yeah, I mean, it's like 15 or 16. Right. Yeah. So are your peers constantly changing every every few seasons, or is it based on who's still on the tour and who's playing what events, or do you feel like it's kind of some of the same core guys that you started with you know, early on? Probably a little I mean, there's definitely a lot of guys that I played college golf with and even yeah. junior golf with. Sean O'Hara I've known since basically we were about 12 years old, 13 years old. And so Bill Haas since college and Nick Watney since college, so... I've known quite a few guys for for a really really long time, and then uh, you know you meet some some younger guys, which is always kind of fun and interesting to talk to them and kind of where they're from and how they joined the tour. I kind of like some of their stories. It's kind of interesting how guys got to where they are. You know, I mean, some guys came from were great players. You knew they were coming a mile away, and then some guys just you know they just kind of progressively worked from one place to another and and. Mackenzie Tours to you know web.com to the PGA Tour so it's kind of fun to hear their stories and see what they did that's kind of the great thing about golf too is like you shoot the score you shoot the score right yeah nobody keeps you away from it so maybe your path is a little different or a little bit harder or whatever but you 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 go to the Mackenzie Tour and you play well yeah. you play well enough you're going to the web and you yeah. play well enough on the web you're going to the PGA Tour and you beat everybody on on tour one week you've won the tournament like yeah. nobody's gonna say nah we're going to decide that guy didn't really deserve it this week. Yeah. And you know, Adam, Adam Wong, Adam Wong last week. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything about him. Yeah. I, mean, I, could, I met him last I mean, week for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how old he is or where he's from or, or, or anything. What a way to win too. burning the last hole like that. Like down Phil Mickelson and to win a tournament is an amazing, but to do it in, in such a fashion is a great feeling. And that's awesome for that kid. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. And I mean, it's, it's crazy too because they're all three playing together and all three tied for the lead going to the last hole. I mean, when does yeah. that ever happen? I no, mean, maybe two guys right yeah. that are playing together, but all three of them. I mean, we're not playing in threesomes that often, but to have all three guys tied for the lead going to the last hole was pretty pretty gnarly. And he hit that shot. I mean, like, yeah, he wasn't just, in a good spot. Off no, the tee. I mean, it's there's certain moments in a round, right? When you're, especially a final round, where you know you're just going to have to. I mean, 
you know, sack up, I guess, or whatever yeah. you want to say, and just say, I just have to hit a great shot here. I mean, there really is no alternative of playing safe. Yeah. So it's cool to have moments like that, and that's that's great to see a player do that in such a big, big moment. And you know, Phil, was, he hit his shot. It looked like he thought he stiffed it. I yeah. mean, he was staring it down. It looked like he yeah. hit it just the way he wanted to. So uh, that's just it's fun to play with Phil. I mean, it is, especially on a Sunday like that. He is so, in a weird way, he's like very welcoming. Like, you know, you're competing against one another, but in a weird way, he's, like, rooting for you, it feels like, because he kind of wants you to make him better and play your best because he just loves competition like that. So it's a great guy to play with, especially in a moment like that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we both played a lot with Phil, and he's he's a ton of fun to play with, whatever you're doing. But, I mean, I just remember um, in the Ryder Cup when Justin Rose made those putts on him, you know, and yeah. he was just like hey <laughs> like that was awesome like, yeah. i don't know what to tell you you know most guys would just be like man i'm i'm really pissed right yeah now. Borderline like, angry about yeah it. like yeah. screw you and i'm gonna go smash you in the head with my four iron when i watch you guys when i'm like you're in contention or whatever else i know that i get emotionally invested and i want like whoever is you're playing against to fall down and break <laughs> their leg obviously i don't say that but that's kind of what i'm feeling and thinking but was it uh Haas who got up and down out of the water yeah and that that's like yeah. one of your buddies right yeah one of your tight friends did you i can't remember were you guys playing in the same pairing so that was in the playoff yeah so yeah and that so, was for you to potentially win the fedex Cup. yeah so we were year. so yeah we were in the playoff and if we knew that whoever won was going to win you know the fedex cup playoff or actually bill said he didn't know i don't know how you don't know but that's just bill um for those listening or listening who have no clue what that is either it's at that point, even still, wasn't it? It's like a $10 million yeah, it was. bonus. Yeah, it was nine, and it was nine million like cash, and then one million into your um, kind of into your retirement, is Piggy what bank. it was. Yeah, so it's changed quite a bit, I think, this year. But so that's kind of what it was. And now yeah, we were playing together, and he hit it. Um, I had a great drive, and he hit it right, and then he hit it on the green, and you could see it was spinning left and went down in the water. And now I'm in the fairway thinking, I just have to hit the green and two-button. I'm probably going to do this. And I hit the green, and I thought, all right, we'll see. You know, he, he had a shot. He had a shot. Like the water level was yeah, low. Yeah, the water level was like extremely every- low that year. And <laughs> Where's so the like, rain? Yeah. I'm, wa- I'm, watching, I'm watching this on TV just being like, kind of like, yes! Like when he hits One it shot, right? And, just like, just and, then, hit it, nine, nine, and they're talking about down. like, oh, like he's still got a shot down there. The water level's lower than normal. Like He might yeah. actually be able to still hit this, but he has like no chance. I'm like other effort like what are you talking yeah. about he still has a chance to hit this he just hit it in the hazard right it was an incredible shot i mean it was flat out incredible i remember seeing it come out and i was like oh my word it was like slow motion it was just like i'm like that was beautiful like, like i'm like what's happening that was amazing like and then i'm like oh crap now i've got a now i have this putt and i still have a chance to win but it wasn't like a makeable putt it was just i had a really good putt but ended up losing on the next hole but you know that's that's golf. I mean, someone does something like that. It's it's it was pretty neat to actually just kind of witness it and see it. I was watching TV, and this is actually before Hunter and I had gotten a chance to to meet. But I think it was your first win. Was that the Travelers? Travelers? Yeah, I'm watching, sitting. I think I'm sitting on my mom's couch at that point. And this is 2007 or eight. Yeah, yeah, seven. I think it's coming down the stretch on a Sunday. They're talking about Hunter. You know, this is a new guy not new but a younger guy on tour blah 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 all this stuff and then they put up his little bio and on there it's like favorite band lincoln park and i was like oh i like this guy okay (laughs) okay 
We, we can let's also see what in this the does. notes. I love the bass player. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the bass. A big fan of the bass tone. Which I think then, uh, as I as we pieced it together moving forward, I think maybe because of that, or because you had said that, your dad then told you this guy who plays bass in the band is also playing at the same golf club that I'm playing at in California. Would you want to see if we could get a round of golf together? So random. He told me that in, in my dad way. He's like, yeah, he plays like in a band or something, like park something. I don't know. Like, but I think you listen to him, right? Like you listen to his band and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Can you be <laughs> like, so we had to piece it together ourselves to understand what he was talking about. I don't think we met too, too much longer after that. And uh, um, it was crazy. It was one of those weird, you know meeting a Lincoln Park member at the time was so cool. Obviously still is, but it was so cool to just, uh, Dave, it was Dave so real. Less cool. Yeah. Once, once you met Dave, you're I, like, I thought it was cool. That's why going back to the earlier part, that's why I try to not talk to anybody. Put up the facade is once they talk to me and get to know me, they're so disappointed that I can't, <laughs> I can't bear to see it in their eyes when they're just like, man, I had, I had such high hopes. Rockstar, yeah, rockstar hopes, and it was like just think, think if you had like to navigate your entire life just letting people down. That's <laughs> that's what I'm doing on a daily basis. <laughs> they're they're constantly disappointed. Like, oh yeah, yeah, Dave's all right, I guess. Well, I I remember too. Okay, so I was excited to play with you. Obviously, I've been. I've been playing golf at that point for a little while. Yeah. I definitely hadn't played with anybody who was on tour at that point. Hadn't played with a lot of like great yeah, yeah. golfers at that point. So I was like nervous about it, but excited to do it. And I, I remember very, I think that first time we played was also maybe the, that was the week or like the week after you had met candy. Right. Yes. I, we were, it's coming back to me now. I remember talking about it or something like that. Or yeah, it's yeah. obviously a lot more important to me than it was to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have no idea how you remember that. That was like nine, ten years ago. I just remember, I remember a conversation on the golf course where you had met Candy maybe at a wedding or something. Yeah, no, it was, it was like a couple days after, um, uh, after her sister got married. Yeah. So it was a, yeah. Yeah. Weird that you know But maybe it had been like a week or so prior and then you were, I can't remember. Like you were like texting around. Right. The conversation Dave's came pretending up. his memory to be really foggy right now, but he actually <laughs> remembers all the details. <laughs> you were wearing gray. You were wearing gray pants. Uh, you were wearing gray pants. Your goatee was a little longer than it is yeah, now, that's but not much. Probably true. Were, yeah, it wasn't as much gray in it. So yeah. No, I just I just remembered. Well, obviously, then moving forward from that, and then going to your guys' wedding and everything else. Yeah, uh, it was just funny to have it be like that was the girl you were texting. Yeah. When, that's just so and you true. were like nervous and almost like text checking it with me, <laughs> you know, because I'd been married for a few years at that point. Few years. You figured rightly so that I am pretty suave. And you were like, what do you think I about mean. this for a text? You know, and there's no emojis yet at that point. So it's just like semicolon with smile faces and hearts <laughs> all over the place. We didn't have cool emojis back then and, yeah. and funny gifts. To you be actually had cooler to, than maybe what just use, actually using words. You had to use punctuation to yeah, make the emojis. It's true. It's true. It's like, is that a, is that, what, what is that? Is that an equal sign? And there's that like a mad stern I just face texted or? her boobless. Was that a good idea? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. 8008. Well, yeah, I think you had to do it backwards, right? <laughs> right, yeah. 553 For all of you who never had calculators, try it. Flip it upside down. 
You'll be amazed. You'll be amazed what it says. That just life is funny like that. It moves fast. It moves fast. Yeah, that, we, we were engaged like seven months later. That's you're, I'm sure like you're like oh, I'm just hanging out with Dave from Lincoln Park. That probably <laughs> pulled some weight. Yeah, I it was probably like cool. she probably had to look up Lincoln Park at the time. <laughs> she told like, she told me that that really gave you a lot of street cred. Like, oh, okay, Hunter's well, he's yeah. he's the real deal. I, I could marry this I guy. Yeah. Yeah. This guy's not, he's marriage yeah. material. Yeah. Yeah, roll through some cool people, celebrities. That's all I do. I just hang out with celebrities all day long. We were talking about it earlier. I think that Brendan was saying he doesn't remember that you guys ever playing together on tour. Mm. I don't know if that was his version of like, ask Hunter. I don't remember. Yeah. Like big timing it. Yeah. <laughs> totally. 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 I but can't say that we have. I, I mean, don't think mi- we have actually. It might have been. Maybe a practice round or a Might have been once like round. forever ago yeah. or something, but. Now, we do need to talk about the Bones episode, though. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. You that's, guys that's have actually... played a miniature golf round together, quote-unquote. Sort of. Quote unquote, Not yeah. really, but on TV. <laughs> we, did, we did spend an entire day at a miniature an golf course in... In the middle of nowhere, though. It was, it was a, it was a very long day. Hunter and I each had a couple lines. Yeah. And then when they came time to air the show, our lines got cut. <laughs> Do you now? No, I not, always blame it on you. I figure that you just screwed yours up, and I that's why Brendan's got cut. Well, yeah, if, <laughs> well, because we're going back and forth with each other. Right. They so, couldn't. Yeah. They couldn't just have your couldn't lines. Have yeah. There, yeah, Brendan be, remembers his lines. Do you remember yours? Yeah. Oh, you do remember. Your I lines? even kind of remember yours. Did you it, play off? Started of Yeah. So he comes. Up, so we walk up to the guy that's running the miniature golf tournament. That's so serious. That oh, we had like, somebody. oh, we had like two scenes really. Yeah. Like the one scene and then we were, yeah, we had the scene like at check-in and stuff. Were you, yeah. Yourself? you yeah, were yeah, yeah. We were playing ourselves. Yeah. 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 So the guy who wrote the episode is like a big golfer and he wanted a couple of players there. So then we walk up to the guy that's running the tournament and Hunter says something like, you know, where's so-and-so and it's the guy that's been killed. And, yeah. and it, spoiler guy alert! Says, yeah, spoiler alert. guy says, "Well, he's he's you know he'll be here." And uh, the rule clearly states that you can be thirty minutes late for your tea right. time, you know, something like that. And then I'm supposed to say like, uh, "Oh, sure," because he's your golden boy. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, I whew, that was powerful. It was yeah. powerful. It was good, right? wasn't wow. it? it was, so did obviously, you feel, did you feel like the attitude I there, felt, like that. So, felt yeah, that felt so good. if I'm still given the attitude right now, and Hunter doesn't even remember his line, who do you think? Screwed it up. Yeah, no. <laughs> Let's cut to, I, I cut to scene that. two. Cut to scene that, two. Yeah. Walk That's, us through scene two. Now the that was that was scene two. Scene one was just us at check in, like walking around. Oh, no lines. No lines. No, yeah, we just <laughs> yeah. full we're makeup and we're here. Yeah, I mean, we were there the for what eight was, hours that oh day. Oh my gosh, Easy. I was thinking about it today. Yeah, I I can't it remember was... where I was, but I do remember I, that I was in a hotel room. Meaning, I can't remember what city I was in. I don't think I was in the U.S., but. I remember texting with both of you guys while you were there on set. And then I went through probably just about an hour of my life where I was writing improvised lines <laughs> that you guys should try while you're there. Just awful, like yeah, bad golf you jokes. You and sent a else. lot of those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of time. On I think hands, obviously. they were looking for you guys to really step into the role and improvise. Yeah. And if you would have tried mm. out some of my lines, we probably wouldn't have yeah. lost our lines. That's no, right. maybe not. We would have had our own show, maybe. The, I mean, yeah. that's what could have happened. We probably should have our own show. It's been on. The, the crazy thing that I thought about that was I kept getting SAG checks afterwards. I know, right? How good is that? Because like... we're in the credits at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. We were also starring. Yeah. You know, we were also starring, so we're getting SAG checks. So it's it was so kind ridiculous. of a big deal. At so that point, ridiculous. Hunter, was your chance to be like, what are you talking about? You're getting SAG checks? <laughs> <laughs> 
You're like, see, so, I knew it was his fault. Wait, what's happening now? What's whole line of income I just don't receive? Yeah, now. ridiculous. <laughs> from our, for our thirty seconds of an eight hour day, that it was. I remember I was thinking about it. I was like, we were there all day. I mean, it was yeah. all day. Yeah, we had to be there at like 7 a.m. for makeup or something yeah. like that. And we left at 5. Yeah, and it was just it was like dark. Like, wow. And they were yeah. still... They were still going. I and think. they were like... It was almost like a night shoot. I don't even know where the stars yeah. were. Like, they weren't even there. And then they just showed up and kind of did their stuff. And then they had her shooting... Looks like they were shooting all night. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, was, it, was, it was pretty crazy because the stars came and they like kind of knocked out their stuff and they bailed you know that was yeah. it it was just like they walk in they nail it they yeah, leave they and then it's like oh like, uh, we got what? we got work to do with these, these, <laughs> yeah, these tour players they they're gonna be yeah, here all day they have 12 words and yeah. it's gonna take them a while it's gonna to take a while and, and then we'll just it cut it afterwards yeah <laughs> the, useless they probably have you guys doing all your own stand-in for the lighting like stuff and like oh exactly exactly they, yeah they don't yeah. have to, we had to bring our own clubs and everything did you have to putt like, did you actually putt no. on the show? There was no pressure to, like, make a hit, hit no. through the clown's mouth. Or no. The that dragon. stuff's always the worst when it's like, all right, we're going to just put a ball down here. And if you could just make it, that'd yeah. be great. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, wait, the angle wasn't right. So if you could just make it again, it's like, all right, I'm going to hit 75 putts and everybody's going to be really flustered with me here <laughs> until I can actually make this. We had a video shoot once for Faint, I believe, where I was, I think it was a two-day shoot. Yes. Day one, my call time was, I don't know, 6 a.m. in L.A., something like preposterous. So I'm like, yeah, okay, 6 a.m. call time. I'm not going to be needed till like 9 at the earliest, so I'll get there at like 7.30, right? <laughs> this is this is my thinking in my head. I get there at 7.30. I'm the first guy in the band there. I didn't shoot a shot. Like, I didn't do uh, anything in that video until 9 p.m. that night. <laughs> True story. <laughs> At 9 p.m., I was sitting there just being like, okay, I've played, like, the hurry up and wait game. I've been patient enough. Like, what the fuck is going on? The lighting wasn't working. If you look at the faint video, it's all, like, backlit and this whole big light board that they're shooting into. So we're all backlit, meaning kind of looks like we look like shadows instead yeah. of frontlit, meaning yeah. you see our faces. This whole light wall that was the whole gimmick of the video like wasn't getting enough power, so it wasn't working to shoot the shot. Well, how do you not know that? Don't you test that before? For 12 hours before I... Yeah. yeah. You think you'd be no, like, you hey, try- we got to make sure this works what before you do we is, tell everyone that's to That's the first here. 50% of every music video is just figuring out how stuff needs to work. Kind of like our podcast. <laughs> how you get <laughs> the mics working. Gotta- <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you think if that's the gimmick, let's get that to work. Before six AM when Dave gets there, let's have those lights working. <laughs> that's probably very similar to the golf boys. Music yeah, video. so speaking oh of music gosh. and music videos, Hunter, you have a lot of experience in that in that world. Um, I mean it experience? needs no introduction. No, it doesn't. It's it's funny now because we I've played that song for my kids and they think it's hilarious because the words are you know, the lyrics aren't very complicated and there's really no <laughs> there they speak to the heart <laughs> exactly more, yeah. to, more than Go to the right mind to yeah and there's real no i mean you know the chorus is oh 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 you know over and over and over again it's, it's not isn't that the name of the song yeah basically yeah i mean it's it was so terrible that's what was so great about it and shooting the video was even more fun it was just like just finding places on a golf course i remember shooting it and just like we're going to go over here and try this, and then we're going to dance over here and try that. And it was just organized chaos, and that's kind of the whole point of it. And 
everything that happened after it was just bonkers. We just could not understand how many people were watching this and why. And, you know, I guess you just never know how something like that's going to, you know, be you guys, received. You guys went viral. It was weird. I mean, it was a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, if that were the same video were to happen now, there would be so many more mediums for it. For to, sure. To no, absolutely. It probably would have gone massive. would have broke the internet. Was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just awful and Do you know how many way. views that's at? No, I don't. I think it was... It might have gotten to a million or so. 8. I don't know. 8.1 million. I we checked it. We checked yeah. it. Did you really? Yeah. 8.1. Wow, 8. I mean, that is bonkers. There's a video with you wearing, what, cowboy boots? It might have been like a fur boots because I had like a fur vest. Fur vest, no shirt. I mean, on. it was so great. Like the clothing was. I think they went to like Goodwill and just grabbed a bunch of nice. stuff, and they found overalls for Bubba and Ricky. We made you know into a pop singer, which makes sense, right? <laughs> you know, we we're like trying to come up with a name. Maybe it was going to be the Provisionals. You know, that was kind of like our first name. It's probably like been that. actually better. I kind of like, like every time I think, like a, I think like a quartet, I kind of like, like that. A... Acapella group or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, I I like it more and more ever since. But we we're just gonna be obvious with a, with a Z. Ooh, yeah, that'd be pretty good. And we should add it. Yeah. And so then we did it. We did a second one, and <laughs> it was fun to do. I mean, it was. We were so out of our element. Did you, you know, guys ever it. have to record uh, perform it live at any like events? Was that ever requested? <laughs> we did. We we did do like a live performance somewhere. It wasn't really requested or anything. I, it was just added to that. I mean, it was song. like, <laughs> you know, hey, hey uh, any way we could go ahead and get up there on the mics and perform that song? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, really? Uh, I think all of us were like, no, were we do not want to do that. Do that? Oh, yeah, we were terrified. Like, yeah. It was, um, oh, gosh. It was at like a, a tour event or something. And, and I think Ben's buddy was playing and we went and saw him play. And he's like, hey, come out here and we'll play the song. And we're like, I'm thinking, no, this is the worst idea of all time. Like, we are not, we are not ready for, we're not doing this. This is, this is silly. Like, people aren't here for us. They're here for, like, the actual singer. We haven't rehearsed. I don't have my writer in my dressing I know. room. I don't have like, my I don't, clothes. I don't feel I haven't done my vocal warm-ups. I my shaved. furry vest isn't here. Yeah. I don't look like the, you know, the, the mountain man. So I don't feel good at all about this. Being out of your element is the most uncomfortable thing in the world. It kind of made me feel like a guy playing a pro-am, like... I just don't want to hit somebody. I just want to be a shadow and just go away. So anyone who hasn't seen it, check it out. <laughs> golf Boys. Yeah. It, get those views up. The sad thing about Golf million. Boys is I think it's that classic tale of too much success on the first song. Yeah. And then you're trying to chase it on the second. Yeah. And yeah. That's probably too what broke up, broke up the band. Yeah. Yeah. We lost like our ingredient. We lost our kind of, you know, what made it great. You know, I mean, it's a sad tale. You lost your true north. I know. <laughs> I know. It's like, <laughs> it's going to be like, the, you know, didn't VH1 have those like behind the scenes? Yeah. Behind you know, the music. Why, why behind the music. Yeah, we could have a behind the golf boys. Where are they now? Where are they now? What happened? What happened to this band? So Such much potential. So Can much. Can you potential. find that on Spotify? The song alone? Does it exist? And like, or is it just like it probably? On, it was on iTunes. It was. Oh yeah. Okay. Because it was yeah. a whole charity. We were thing, raising right? money on it. Yeah. It, okay. So as many views, like anything, we we got some. Yeah. So it is. I think um, I think Farmers actually was the first to kind of because Ricky had a partnership with them and still does, but he and so as many views as we got on like YouTube, they were donating you know up to a certain amount, and it was like clearly like we crushed it really quickly. So it was good they kind of capped it just just to make sense because it was kind of it was crazy how kind of it exploded at the time. Trying to make dollars, not cents. Uh, yeah, that's right. Dollar bills, y'all. Dollars for charity. 
<laughs> That's awesome. Golf boys, I remember your outfit. I think Ben was in a helmet. Yeah, it was like a scuba suit, something you go diving in or something. It was just <laughs> ridiculous. I don't even think it, I think it was like cut off at the knees too. It was just ridiculous. It, Boba and his overalls was, was it was the almost best one. almost like a modernized version of the village people. Yeah. It's <laughs> just every character had a kinda yeah. Kinda nailed it there. Kinda just <laughs> nailed for, it really. This is kind of a question for both of you guys, but for me, you know, with the last, with Chester passing in the last year and a half we've had, I've had a lot of opportunity to kind of like zoom out a little bit yeah. from Lincoln Park and just kind of reassess that like, career that we've had up to this point. It's just like, I don't know where we're going from this stage moving forward now, but I've had enough almost of like distance or enough of a chance to catch my breath to really be a little more like introspective and kind of look at that chunk of time that has passed and, and have like a really zoomed out like feel for it. Lindsay and I, my wife were just talking a, a night or two ago and realizing that there, the stresses of being at that level for so long of playing music at the highest level and continuing to do that, like doing that type of thing at that big level for that long of a stretch and still being in it. I don't think I realized the stress that mm. I was under the whole time until I got a chance to kind of like decompress now. And also I always felt like I wanted to be in the moment and appreciate it. And the fact that like how different and special and unique it is compared to not only just like music or not, I guess not only unique in the sense of getting to do something that I really truly love, but also doing it in a world and at a level that's even unique inside of the, the music world, if that makes any sense with you guys, I'm curious, like, do you ever feel at this point, Brendan, almost 10 years on tour, Hunter, whatever it is, 15, 14-ish, 15, 16? 15, yeah, 16. Can you relate to that at all? Or do you feel like you're still always way too much in that grind? Like, you guys have such a potential long career. Do you ever get a chance to kind of zoom out and have a bit of that perspective on, like, what you've accomplished? There's little moments where I get that. There's not, like, any long stretch of time because we're back into it working so so much whether you're even in, like during the off season you're working to try to get better and and so you you kind of get into that daily grind of just like whether you're setting a goal for the day of what you want to accomplish or you know whatever but i've i've found myself having little moments of that being like kid that started late to golf in a i came from a town with no golf course and like was playing other sports and whatever and i i just wanted to make my high school team and then to go from that to like winning on the PGA tour and playing in the masters and like doing all these cool things is I can have those moments where I am really like, wow, like whatever path, however it led me to this, it's been pretty cool, but then you kind of get back into the grind. Right. So, um, I think those moments are great because you can kind of like feel really good about everything that you've done. I think with golf, you get beat up so much. You always feel like, you know, like you, you should be doing better whether you're at the top of your game or or you're playing really poorly you always feel like you should be doing better the question i get all the time i don't know if you get it is people ask is it work or is it fun yeah. and i think it's a fascinating question because i remember jeff ogilvy was talking he was you know my brother-in-law is the head coach at smu they invited jeff down and, and jeff talked and jeff's a great speaker um I, I love jeff i think he's so smart he's so interesting he's a great mind for golf and he says, you know, no matter when you're playing great or when you're not playing great, you're stressed all the time. You're stressed 
to shoot a 65 to play good on Sunday to win a tournament. And when you're not playing good, you're stressed because you're not playing good and you want to make the cut and you're not trying to figure out why. You're stressed all the time no matter what, you know, good or bad. Um, And it's so true. When you're in it, you're kind of just playing and you're not feeling the stress or you're not noticing it even though, um, I mean, you are stressed. It is stressful. And... um, I've I've definitely done probably what you've done is look back a little bit and, and trying to you know is this am I enjoying doing it is it is it is it worth the stress because it is so stressful it's so you do put so much of yourself into it that you try to figure out is it is it worth it am I enjoying it you know it's weird it, it's a weird thing to do something you know a career is you know I, I don't know so there's so many freshman athletes that have a career of. 10 years and it's like wow that's that's amazing you know what, what what's yeah. the next thing to do something for you know i know you know my, my mom worked for Nordstrom's for like 30 plus years and and my mother-in-law's worked for the same company for 30 plus years so that's i mean that's real work and that as a career and that's really grinding but to do something like this consistently over and over again um it just becomes a routine a little bit you know until something so something happens and then you're like Wait, wait, is there? Is this it? Is this the only thing I'm gonna ever really keep doing? I don't know, but it's, it is a weird. You know, when people ask me, is it fun or is it work? I'm like, I don't really know. It's, it's a little bit of both. It's, some weeks are fun and some weeks are just complete grind, and it's just you're stressed when you get to the course and you're stressed when you leave, and and it's hard to separate the two sometimes. I've had guys tell me too, like some guys will, will kind of finish their career and then they'll say like, Oh yeah, I do miss it. Like I, I didn't enjoy it enough or, you know, whatever it is. And then I had somebody tell me, um, that, that got done playing is like doing some TV stuff now. And he's just like, he's like, it is awesome to not play. <laughs> and I was like, what? I'm like, I never, yeah. nobody ever would ever say this. And he's like, you know that feeling where you're just constantly like anxious and nervous and trying to figure out what what you're doing, whether you're doing it well and you're trying to hold yeah. on to it, you're doing it poorly. It's like always with you until you decide that you're done and then it just goes away. <laughs> and he's like, and I feel great and I wish I would have done it earlier. And I'm like, oh my God. That's crazy. Like, no this, one would ever admit that. Nobody would ever admit that, right? Yeah. And I mean, I always try to say when people, because people ask me the same question, like, yeah. and, and, and we are super fortunate, not lucky to do what we do. Yep. Right? That's what Dave always says to me. No, you're not lucky. You're fortunate. Uh, There's a difference. But I always say that I it is way different than you think it is. But I wouldn't want to do anything else. Yeah. it's a, Unless I was in a band. But, you know. Even if you're in the band, though, you probably want to be a bass player. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> you don't want to be a singer. <laughs> you don't want your voice to be your instrument. We just had a driving experience. Mark and I recently doing some ice driving in... <sighs> in china ice racing with mercedes mercedes was kind enough to invite us out to, to china they've been great amg uh in particular for me is awesome they've been a partner of the bands for years back and just just the best like the yeah. best partner we've we've had by far like such a solid group of people i got this message maybe gosh maybe four-ish months ago or so like hey you know mercedes China wants to invite anybody from the band who can make it and wives to come out um, to Mongolia and do some ice <laughs> racing on their ice racing on their facilities up there and come and you know experience it and race the AMGs and spin them out and drift them and all this stuff. I'm talking to Lindsay. I'm like, hey, do you want to come? I had done this once before a handful of years back in Sweden, and she had done it with me. We had a blast, and so she's like, okay, I'm in. So we've got it on the calendar. As it gets closer, I'm like, oh, I just heard. 
we're going to go to Beijing. We're going to fly to Beijing. And we're going to go to a concert there, like a Chinese New Year concert. It's going to be awesome. Like, apparently, it's going to be Kelly Clarkson. And then I'm assuming <laughs> there's going to be some local Chinese uh, groups or whatever. But Mercedes is hosting this, you know, let's celebrate the Chinese New Year event. It's going to be great. We're going to go to that as well. So Lindsay's like, great. She's like, I've never been to Mongolia. Like, she's like, I love Kelly Clarkson. Let's do this. <laughs> so a couple weeks prior now to the trip, we've got a couple things going on. We can't get the babysitting for the kids 100% dialed. Lindsay's feeling mom guilt about leaving because we've spent some time away. She's basically very nicely tells me, yeah, Dave, I'm not going. You know that whole Mongolia thing? I'm not going. So I'm like, all right, I get it. I'm still going. And then I'm like, let's see if we can get somebody to fill the role of Lindsay Farrell on this on this trip. I call Mark. Mark, I know you have a newborn. How would you like <laughs> to go to Mongolia and drive cars? Mark's like, nah. He's like, laughs. That's awesome. Like, thanks for the invite. There's no way that's going to happen. My wife overhears the conversation and asks the next day, is like, what were you talking to Dave about? About Mongolia? And I was like, oh, he wants me to go on that ice driving trip. And she's like, you should just go. And so next thing I know, I'm I'm calling Dave, and Dave has a way of kind of manipulating me into everything. It's like <laughs> he probably he's done this to you, I'm sure. Uh, into Brennan, all but, good things, yeah, good things. But there I was on the airplane. <laughs> as soon as we're on the plane, I finally pull up the itinerary, which is like a no-no. Like you got to look at the itinerary before you commit to the trip. Dave at that point goes, "Dude, we're not even going to Mongolia. We're gonna just go to Inner Mongolia, which apparently is still in China." So my trip that I had sold to Lindsay was we're going to Mongolia and Kelly Clarkson's playing a concert. I'm literally boarding the plane at LAX and I, I finally am looking through it and I'm, I'm realizing we're going to Inner Mongolia, which is in China, not Mongolia. We're in the city of Hylar in China. And the Kelly Clarkson concert is actually a uh, Chinese symphony. And Kelly Clarkson is playing the children's hospital charity that Lindsay and I are going to uh, three weeks from now. Oh my word! Nice. Yeah, it's so. I'm like, I'm like, okay, Mark. It's not Kelly Clarkson in Beijing, followed by a trip to Mongolia, country country we've never been to. This is actually we're gonna go watch the Chinese symphony perform, and then we're gonna go to China. <laughs> and oh, by the and way, we're, we're, we're sitting in the, in the plane, in the seats, like ready to go. <laughs> that was like, and I have a three week old at home. Bless your wife for that. I know three she, weeks. She was amazing. Yeah, she let she let me. Sneak out for an amazing experience. Shout out to Mrs. Fiore holding that down. She only let Mrs. you go Fiore because she thought it was like Mongolia. Yeah. Mrs. Your mom. Yeah. Yeah. It's a your mom joke. Mrs. Fiore. <laughs> your mom's always been great. <laughs> Mark and I grew up together. I've known Mark's mom since I was five years old. Big shout out to Carol. Anyway, this was like, get on the ice with these AMGs. We're driving GTRs, GTSs, uh, E63s, E43s, C63s, C43s. All of them have like these studded ice tires, which are like a half inch of spikes. Johan had posted a picture. Joe was with us out there from the band. He posted a picture of the tires and just said like ice tires are so punk rock because <laughs> they're just all like spiked like on the edges of it. It actually is pretty awesome. Absolutely hilarious. We're spinning out these ridiculous cars into snowbanks for a couple days. And, and it just... was cold. It got to minus 30 Fahrenheit. It was minus 30 with probably 30, 40 mile an hour winds. Yeah. And then the other fun thing was that I don't know if it's just the city of Hylar. Or I don't know if it's a Chinese thing. It's all central heating in the hotels and you can't turn it off. When I got into my room, it, I, 
it was in Celsius. I was just like, all I know is that it's really hot. I did the conversion. It was 85 degrees Celsius in my room, and I couldn't turn the heater off. So we're going from minus 30 outside. <laughs> so picture what I'm wearing. About 15 layers. I'm also a huge wimp when it comes to cold weather. Yeah. Um, that's I'm, no, I, and we've and we've packed carry-on. So I, I, I almost have nothing in my bag at this point. I'm wearing it all. We walk into the hotel room, and then it's just an absolute disgusting sprint to try to just get into my underwear. Because it's, <laughs> it's like hot and gross and humid and actually it's really dry but i was trying to put together the carry-on and the minus 30 degrees how does that work i'm like it's a big carry-on mark's like well what are you gonna do as far as the jacket like it's gonna be freezing there i'm like yeah i'm bringing a big jacket he's like what are you gonna do with it i'm like i'm gonna wear it onto (laughs) the plane by the way yeah, i'm not gonna put it in a bag it'll be the whole bag like Like, snow (laughs) boots on on the plane yeah yeah. snow jacket and then you get on the plane and then you just take it off and how many how many days was this trip we were in china maybe for Five nights. Five nights. We left on Thursday, got back on Tuesday. So quick. Yeah, quick. so that's not too bad. I mean, that, it's, yeah, you it's can do it. carry on or... It's mostly underwear and socks. You have a rolling bag and a backpack, you're good. I do like how relaxed the entire scene is here. It's like, Mark's going with a three-week-old. You guys are going carry on. <laughs> you don't even know where you're going or what no, you're clearly. doing. Clearly. No, yeah, clearly. you're like... Uh, good thing it wasn't like, this is a Kelly Clarkson trip. And, oh, by the way, I'm only going because I really wanted to go to Mongolia. Because you would have been in deep trouble. <laughs> <laughs> if Lindsay went, she's like, I wanted to go to Mongolia and I love Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, exactly. So real quick, I, we talked a little bit about it before we started the podcast, but you need to tell all of us about your podcasting last night. Oh, I totally yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, so big shout out to Bros Before Rose. That's What a great name, too, it's by a the great way. Name. I saw that and I assumed it was a, a bachelor podcast but bro yeah that's a fantastic name yeah um i've i've enjoyed the bachelor for quite a while and as most guys do it probably started with uh Lindsay and i watching and more like she wanted to watch with friends at this stage i don't even think she really watches anymore like she might half watch and like half be on her phone or read be reading a book or i might i might be known to be watching it tuesday morning by myself here and there don't tell anybody yeah Shh. eating a I've, bowl of ice cream i've heard and that's like that's like the foundation of where this podcast came from is these two guys originally making fun of it as their wives watched it and then right. just like the peanut gallery and then eventually you know they had a background in some different things and uh, podcasting being one of them and then just kind of saying let's just do a podcast where we just do this about it so it's awesome their podcast is great i went and did that last night which was uh was pretty funny but we have a long history with the bachelor that sounds weird not with the bachelor with the actual bachelor well my you've been known well my situation now is like anastasia and i always used to watch it together and then now she's gotten over it and i'm like yeah. well, what else and so our rule now is i try to keep telling her if you have nothing else to watch we are definitely watching this like, you can't give me the, like, eh, there's nothing really going on, but I don't want to watch that. I'm like, can we just open up a bottle of wine and watch The Bachelor already? Like, come <laughs> on. It's going to be such a nice little relaxing two hours for us. It's definitely a couples thing. I know my wife, Candy, watches it, and so we watch it together a lot of the time. And it's really, I mean, it's just fascinating. It's just fascinating to see that many people, men or women, together in a group setting Throw a little alcohol, 
kind of let them have nothing else to kind of distract themselves. It's just this beautiful chaos. I mean, it is just quite interesting to see the that di- dynamic between, I don't say desperate people, but people getting together and, and trying to have, you know, going after this one person that they may may like or may not, or they just like the competitive nature of this Even setting. Even if they don't like the person. They're they got to win. They want to win. They, they want to win. win. It's pretty fascinating. Right? Not to blow you away with Bachelor facts, but they're on season 23. Yeah. And they've done a couple double seasons, so it's not year 23. But I was thinking some of the people on, some of the women on this year's one are 23 years old. If it was the 23rd year, which we're actually getting close to, I think they're on like, this is year 16, maybe, or something like that, 17. We're getting close to the point of where you're going to have people on it who the Bachelor has always existed their entire life. Yeah. Which is pretty pretty ridiculous i remember it's ridiculous. wild right i saw uh, chris harrison um at the pebble beach pro am and it was funny he was actually an alternate amateur but he lives in la and they said come on up maybe someone will drop out and you can play he was just there practicing i was like blown away by that that he was there but he's actually from really close he's from dallas and he's actually pretty close to where um i live i thought that was fascinating but he's like we were talking a little about the show, and he said it's still the highest-rated show on on Mondays. And it's he's like it has no signs of slowing down. It's doing so great. Their nickname for Chris Harrison, I guess, because he either liked or replied to one of their tweets from the podcast, so yeah. they consider themselves best friends oh, with him now. Absolutely. But for for them, he is Sea Dog Harry. <laughs> They're like, we need a nickname for him because we're tight. So Sea yeah. Dog Harry, you know, yeah. nice. and Brendan's has some connections with him we've actually reached out about getting sea dog harry on the podcast oh on this podcast we have, yeah. yeah um which i had hopefully lunch we with can... him at greenbrier he played oh, the wow. program there cool uh, a number of years ago and then just randomly saw one um one week he was doing some stuff for the la open yeah uh and they were they asked him who his pick was for the week and he picked me so then I was like, well, now i gotta reach out i mean, I mean come it's on. in the stars isn't it yeah, like exactly. it's just meant to be so, spoiler alert on that, we're gonna get we're gonna get Chris Harrison on. Yeah, whatever we do, we might podcast. have to track him down, throw him in the trunk of our car, but we're gonna get him. We're gonna get him. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of fun. Maybe we just go out to Mexico when they're doing uh, Bachelor in Paradise, and we just oh my that could be a fun trip. Okay, we started with. We're, this is. I'm, I think we're gonna end with this, unless we have some stroke of genius of other things. <laughs> but we started with you guys being the two nicest guys on tour. Right, that's at least from sure. my report. Absolutely, I'll take that. True. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How could it not be? I've noticed you guys are very, very nice. Sometimes you're not as nice to yourselves as mm. you are to other people. It's interesting. It's a very true. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I do right now. <laughs> right now, you're hating yourself in yeah. your mind. Like, damn it! Why did I you're do so this? Stupid. <laughs> However, to finish, I wanted to do a competition for who could be the meanest. And so you need, you could either say something mean to myself or to Mark. It's probably easier to me because I can take better. Mark will be more sensitive. But I'm going <laughs> to give. Who could ever say anything bad about Mark? I'm going to give. Is it based on our response or is it based on who is meanest, right? Because they could be really aggressive against you, but it doesn't phase you, but just be gentle. No, it has to. It, we have to put our heads together and decide upon the winner. Are we going to hand out a rose to the. Uh... <laughs> This is yes, yes we will. Maybe something more music or golf related. Like, will you accept this guitar pick? 
Will you accept, accept this? this mem- will you accept this member guest ball marker? <laughs> Do we got to give one of those to Hunter? Hunter, we have a gift for you. I have one in the car. I have some in my bag. Okay. So you're gonna win one it's of those token, anyway. Yeah. So hope, hopefully you win anyway. Well, maybe the, we'll the, let him pick the his color. meme contest. <laughs> we'll let him pick his color if he wins. Otherwise, well, he gets whatever he gets. He'll be so nice. He'll just be like, "Whatever you want to give me," rather than like, "Screw you! I want the gunmetal <laughs> one." So John Mallinger's always told me that I got to be more of a dick, like because he's a dick. So he's like, "You got to be more of a dick," you know. And so and you're like, "Why?" I, I always work on. I work on it with him. Just trying to be a dick to him I'm like yeah. okay i'll be a, just a dick to you and so for a long time i would just like reply to all of his texts like you know thanks jerk and, like stuff like that and he's See, like even oh, with not even really, that doesn't even yeah. make sense yeah. that's like, you're recognizes like, it. You're like, yeah but that's you're like, a poo poo head but you're a big stink snake <laughs> recently i've gotten better i always ask him about my delivery you right turkey. after the fact delivery is so, everything delivery is everything so he hasn't usually believed mine but recently i'm getting closer you're a worthless piece of shit, John. That's yikes. See? Wow, yeah. That scared you guys. I believed you. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that scared you guys. Sorry. Mally, Mally. I love you. <laughs> Mally would love that from me either way. Yeah. All right, Brendan, you're first. Dave, you're such a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Eat that. Okay. Okay. Ouch. Jerk. I love wait, I wait, love wait, how wait, uncomfortable. Can I coach him? Can I coach him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Can we I, have to. Hey, no, 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 no. no, no. We're going like we're going round one. They each get a round one. Then they get some coaching from okay, you. Then they okay. can try read deliver. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay, Hunter, round one. The Galaxy are the best team in L.A. Oh, okay. Indirect. It's indirect attack. Yeah. No, I'm not. I don't need to. Nice. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. gonna give Steely some advice. Okay. Before we go round two, Mark's giving some advice. <laughs> take, Brendan uh, likes take, it. Take take take, take a breath. Here, take okay. a breath. <laughs> okay. Oh sure, because he's your golden boy. <laughs> and I nailed it. Nailed it. Woo. Okay. That solid. was mean. That was mean. Do they even need a bass player? Oh, oh snap. The answer is yes, Hunter. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Good okay. job, guys. I think we, I, I got to give it to Hunter. I know. Nah, I would yeah, even give it to Hunter. Mean, that was no. that was good. That was mean. Your delivery yeah, is terrible. That was like, so that makes, really you're so funny. So that so makes great. Brendan nicer? I don't know if the competition was who is nicer or who, who is better at potentially being not nice. I guarantee you, I dislike more people on tour than he does. So that makes me <laughs> way less nice. He's either... I guarantee, that's an interesting... That's a guarantee. Interesting fact. It's like a yeah. boom yeah. on the bottom. Well, yeah. hard facts. When we turn yeah. the mics wow. off, we're going to have to make a list and check it twice and find yeah. out who on tour is naughty or nice. I'm turning the mics <laughs> off right now. Turn them off. Okay. Okay. Like, I dislike. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. Hunter, thank you so much. Like I said, the pleasure was all yours. Thank you. So- <laughs> that was awesome to have you. Uh, thank you for taking time out of obviously busy week, but it was great. It was great to have you uh, at this point where for everybody listening all three of you where can they find you on social media that kind of stuff just at hunter mayhem i got in there early enough to where i just you own easy. the name it's easy it's easy for everyone that's nice you same got in there before, same with member guests same with us yeah <laughs> you got in there before somebody was some, some turd was trying to squat on your name i know i know but then at, at the same time i see people's you know handle and i think gosh that's kind of neat you know like like 
they add a little something to it, and I feel uncreative. They got a little pizzazz in there. No, it's like, what would your pizzazz name be? I don't at even squibbly know. wibbler uh, at Twinkle Golf one two three. <laughs> That's it at Twinkle Golf one two three. Twinkle Golf for us. You can uh, follow us at Go Mark Instagram at Member Guest Official. It's on Twitter at Member Guest member dash com, and uh, I believe that's probably it on Twitter it's at member guest yeah. you said that one said that. nailed it <laughs> um, yeah and subscribe if you can leave us a review we love the reviews we should start reading some reviews you should at the end of the show you should have a little let's do that I haven't looked reviews find I'm gonna be ones. honest I have not looked at any of our reviews for a long time I want to go look and specifically I want to read some good ones, and if there's some bad ones, I want to read There's no way there could be any bad ones, but if they are, we'll read them and call people out. Don't go post a one-star review just because you want me to read it, because I know that (laughs) happens, too. I know who you are. But post a five-star, and then give us a funny, bad review, and then I'll read that. Yes. That's exactly But that's how people find the podcast. That would help us out. May your drives fly straight. Your guitars stay tuned. Now and forever. Adios. Adios. Oh. Cheers. Thanks, H. That was fun. You guys have some great guests. Let's see. Yeah, like,